another episode of Talking Existence. Talking Existence, welcome. Why did we change it from questioning existence to talking existence? I think you um, you asked over text at one point what maybe we should rename it. And I think I threw out talking existence, or you threw it out. One of us threw it out. It just leaves it more open ended. Yeah, it's like it's nice because you're not like questioning. You're it has just many like, meanings. You're just like having an open ended conversation. Has, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think tonight, it's good though. Tonight's th- who do we got tonight? Yeah, I mean, I, got I, I think it's great too. You did. You've been just. I can't believe you're doing this for us, Corey. I can't I help mean, myself. I had a dinner with a friend who had listened to the last episode. We were able to chat some communication about, uh-huh. you know, depression and suicide mm. and how to overcome that. That was really cool. Tonight on the episode, we've got a weird plant medicine, plant medicine. Uh, kind of trip episode. Just hearing yeah. about people's trips, their healing stories, their uh, their foo 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 ba ba ga ga. Yeah, and uh, like, I have a question for you. It's been a, a two weeks since the incident, but do you think that um, if if Will Smith was practicing plant medicine, he would have slapped Chris Rock? Dude, I don't even know what you're talking about. I still yet to like know what happened. Do you actually not know about this? No, I seriously have no clue. Like, I know Will Smith slapped Chris Rock, and I know that I think happened you're probably at the Academy one of the, only of the Awards. People in the world, who but I don't know, know what this. it was over. I don't know the details. I know that Will Smith, as of lately, has been kind of like more vocal mm. and out there. And honestly, he seems like a pretty cool dude. I would love to have him on the show. And, you know, it was it was a cultural zeitgeist moment. You don't get a lot of those. So like a Kanye West thing? It was similar to a Kanye West thing, except there was physical violence involved. Oh, on air? On, on TV? TV? Yeah. Well, I don't know. It's like... I don't know. It depends it seems on. Like it did he offend him? Did he offend? What did he, he told do? A, I don't know. He told a joke. It was a joke about his, um, like a GI Jane two, and Will Smith's wife's. Oh, you shouldn't. Yep. Okay. To that. Okay, I'm seeing. I'm seeing and some. I could see some drama reactions. here. That maybe I don't know. It just depends on how assertive you would want to be. But okay, so I think that Will Smith. Uh, if he had been on plant medicine, would have been able to practice more patience and caution yeah. before putting himself out there as a target. And mm. I, I don't think that no all good press is good press. I think that he's probably receiving a lot of stress from it. Yeah. But, you know, I'm not really sure. Yeah, I think everyone needs plant medicine after that because it seems like everyone had pretty wild reactions. Yeah, so it's I don't know about happening. you, but, like, if you had a similar experience to this, but, like, I was watching it live and that happened and then like I heard it was like the day of Pentecost in the Bible everyone in my neighborhood started speaking in tongues <laughs> in their houses they were screaming it, it, it has and that all the power went out yeah I've heard that happen uh, at least a dozen times and somebody asked me about it at uh, somebody asked me about it at surf school and I said the same thing like I don't want to know the details but now that I have more of the details um, I'm thinking that if we could get Will Smith on the show to talk about what happened yeah and if we could, we need to have break our people reach out. Yeah, yeah, and I'm cool with that. I'm yeah. I'm open to breaking yeah. it down. I feel like we got some people that are comparable to Will Smith. We got Bly so. Jordan. Yeah, and a really uh, new addition to the mm-hmm. crew, Kelsey. She's mm-hmm. gonna be bringing like a whole fresh perspective of uh, of this this space that I'm trying to figure out inside me. And I'm trying to become friends with it instead of avoid it. 
That's good. And uh, you're helping me do that, Corey, with this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Then I I try. All right. Here comes another episode of Talking Talking Existence. Existence. Live. (laughs) Yes. And welcome to the show, Talking Existence, with Matthew and Corey Alvarez. Today on the show, we have Bly Jordan. Corey Alvarez. Corey Alvarez. Yeah. Cool. Producer, yes, director, screenplay writer. Dude, the setup is ultra legit. I know. I the purple side. I know. If we're just doing it just to uh, feel the setup. I know. It feels legit. Yeah. And then that's like. And the incense. Yeah, that's kind of. Can't complain. Yeah, and we got two different incense going. We're going to have Kelsey on the show later. And, and hopefully a threesome later. In a good way. Like three people on the couch. Yeah. But with clothes on. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Pull it close, except yeah. for shoes. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And uh, <laughs> and today's topic, it's a a really cool one, one that I'm diving into more and more. And it's something that like I'm glad that me and you have talked so much about um, plant medicine and what it can be used for. But it's also like I don't even want to just narrow our conversation. I just like think that when we are using a lot of the like whatever we're using you know Mm -hmm. i would call it like um our mechanism you know um how are we using it what are we using it for and in in my path i've gone through ages of sobriety ages of crazy alcohol use ages of uh kind of like radical psychedelic use and um it was because I was like searching so hard, man. But for what? And what? But for what? Yeah, I, I'm I'm still still coming to terms with what I was searching for and if there was anything to search for in the first place. Right. Like uh if just existence would have just been what it was. I think just, it's more terrifying just as, than than subscribing sometimes. Yeah. If you, if you use whatever substance you're kind of like trying to get away from how real reality is. Yeah. But yeah. I think it's all ingrained. Yeah, like from just the food we eat to things we take to like alter our consciousness. But isn't that what food is? Yeah. So like, do you feel better having an apple or a bagel in the morning? Mm. Probably an apple. You know. Wise words. So it's like it, it stems from that little thing, but it goes farther than that. Obviously, yeah. You get into psychedelics and what have you, but it all stems from something. What you're consuming is who you are, in some degree. Which brings something interesting to mind. Like I was talking to this guy last night. And I was at this uh, psychedelics and recovery meeting down in North Park. And the first thing that I was realizing for me Mm -hmm. is my diet is the first start of any ceremonial practice Mm -hmm. when it comes to plant medicine. That's age old, time time untold. Ramadan. Yeah. You know, uh, being kosher. And so then I was thinking about it deeper last night. And when I was sitting... I realized that even diet is ceremony and that like yeah. for me, the food that I eat has been lost throughout time because I'm such a fast person, man. I get it really in these paces where I think I've got to get something done or I've, I have this eagerness and um, right. slowing down and coming into aspects of like um, trying to channel that energy. Sure. Because I know it's there. And yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You've seen me try First to ignore hand. it. Like, First hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's, it's interesting that now being able to channel 
just the, what I'm doing with my food and slowing down with what I'm doing with my food. Um, what's your relationship like with food? What, well, what do you say? What was the ratata? What are you doing? The the dieta. Dieta. Yeah. It was close. Different letter. Yeah. I'm but yeah. Dieta but so right you now. feel better from that, correct? Absolutely. Like, just needed somebody <clears throat> to like kind so, of so, well, guide me a little bit. Well, sure. The but internet's it, a great place for that. You know, yeah. <laughs> Google that shit. Um, but yeah, you have to realize like where you're from, where your genetics are from, what you're actually prone to. Some people can eat gluten. It's not an issue because they're used to it. That's where they came from. Some people like Asian people can't process alcohol because there was no heart alcohol in Asia. That's where they get red. So it just depends on where you're coming from genetically is part of it. But the diet, the dieta that you're doing is like that's clean eating, period, straightforward. Yeah. So you're going to feel clean, right? There's no yeah. excess in it. Yeah. <clears throat> so what that does is it cleans out your system so that way you can actually appreciate the next step of what you're trying to do, right? Yeah, yeah. So you're like you're leading yourself up to into a clean <clears throat> form of living, which you already do with surfing and taking your dog out. Like most people don't do that shit. It sounds crazy, but most people don't. Uh, most people are overweight, which is mm. crazy to me because like, that's all you have is your body, right? Mm. So you're investing in what you're taking in so that way you can go to the next step with your, uh, I forget what you called it, but yeah, ayahuasca treatment. Yeah. I don't know if treatment's the right word, but experience. Oh, oh what I'm doing right now? Yeah. Well, we got to introduce that to the to the podcast now, yeah. So right. then, But that's uh, the whole point of the di- dieta? Yeah. yeah, that's the point of the dieta. And I think whenever we're looking into uh, plant medicine and... I, like you were one of the first people I talked to because I was getting into um, San Pedro and I mm-hmm. it was having just like universal healing effects for me and um, really like my friend too was experiencing all these revelations of different traumas and different ownerships of those traumas right. um, kind of like taking ownership of story but even allowing ourselves to be like why do I have to keep telling this story? Why can't I just like let go of these layers? And I found myself very confronted with myself and being like, whoa, why is that there? And I asked you first, I was like, have you ever sat with San Pedro? Because I was interested in your stories and because I can see a solidarity inside you, man. And I, I believe that for some reason throughout our lives, you've, um, you and me have this contract where I asked you to come down here and possibly look out for me, like kind of guardianship me as like yeah. in a brotherly way through some crux parts of my high school ship and the crux parts of now my adulthood. On the big blue wall, you bounce the red ball off of and it comes back to you. Just keep waiting until you figure it out. Yeah. At least for certain people. But yeah. yeah, yeah, but you were one of the first people I knew I could talk openly with about plant medicine. So, right. what's your history? What's your what's Bly's uh, you know five minute spiel on where he came from when it comes to just uh, sobriety and that first whatever. <laughs> uh, I don't really know about sobriety as far as that goes currently, but um, <laughs> as far as like plant medicine go, it's just to me it's so much deeper than things that you do to alter your current state as far as like uh, in your head like my dad is a Chinese herbalist growing up so I was sorry I was like very used to uh, medicine being from plants I never thought that it was not from plants and it is to a certain degree obviously there's you know new age medicine that does do things like a plant's not going to fix a broken foot you know what I mean it might make it feel better so that's really where it stems from and then as you progress into what plants can actually do for you it's a lot 
you know like um they're using all kinds of psychedelics or just things that are kind of outside the spectrum of normal treatment to treat people who are dealing with things that are have been like uh, pharmaceutical issues and problems right so like now we don't really need to take you know opioids to deal with just like some inflammation you know you can like have some yeah. cbd or use that plant for that so that's kind of where it stemmed from but i've never saw plants as a bad thing never like that's scary acid to me scary the yeah, word acid okay let let alone i'm like what the fuck like why would i take something man, called man. acid yeah, well, yeah but i mean it's synthesized from what because we have the receptors in our brains for it so obviously it comes from somewhere mm. but it all ties into the same place like when you do mushrooms or um dmt it's like you have this feeling if you've done it before you're like oh i've been in this state before like you're kind of tapping that same realm and then it varies off left to right what would you call that state if you don't mind elaborating um it's it's just the fact that like you have no control right now and you better fucking just be okay with that because the more you fight it that's when you have a bad trip or like not even a bad trip that's when you start thinking too much like just you're you're at like zero yeah and let it be from there yeah and do you have any that, mantra that you go into in those states you're not gonna die <laughs> yeah, basically you know okay, what i mean okay. like this is fucking scary but you're not gonna die yeah and uh you, and and do it in the right setting of course whatever like that's obvious to me mm-hmm. but like there's certain times where i'm like no i'm not gonna do that today you know, like, i don't need to be high for this yeah. the other days like i need to be fucking high for this so yeah. it's like it's varying levels okay. <laughs> it's varying yeah, levels yeah, yeah. but you have to be okay with like everything being stripped away so that's like your yeah. ego the fact that you realize like you're just an animal who happens to have this like well-formed frontal cortex and that that's where everything comes from right mm. like we all have the animal brain we're just a dog but humans have developed and that's what makes us smarter and like that's why we have doors with locks the dog doesn't know what the fuck that is they know how to open it and close it but like they didn't design the mechanism to actually lock the door right okay or unlock yeah. the door like yeah. does a dog know what the fucking key is no but i know what it sounds like okay so like okay. if you jingle your keys so you're saying like highly evolved consciousness in the right. human brain is linked up to the same place that we go and we're using plant medicine Right. But like, what was your first experience on? Let's let's just go to your most memorable experience. It was, it on was actually okay. So plant it was, medicine. It was. Give, it, give me the give me the topic, and it doesn't have to be plant medicine. It could be, and this is what I was learning last night. Uh, that wherever a healing process can occur, or a good experience that can trigger somebody feeling like they're involved in the world. No, so this is like, perfect for what I was going to say. So it yeah. was not plant. I mean, everything you said is derived from plants. Yeah. We come from plants. Humans, yeah. uh, at one time, we were single-celled organisms that became into a plant, and then we came from that. Long time ago, whatever the fuck. So we have all these, like, this de- genetic code. Like, we're very close to banana in g- genetics, right? Which is sounds weird. It's like 98% the same <clears throat> genetics. Just like that 1% is different. Sorry, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to fact check that real quick. That it's true. Story. We're like ninety eight point six percent close in DNA to banana or okay, something. It's it's okay. in the upper nineties. Okay, got it. <laughs> Regardless of that, so it's like you have to realize everything does come from nature. Nothing is unnatural because it comes from nature. We just alter it to anyways absolutely so, yeah. so anyway so I, I double you. dropped okay yeah, let's, like let's, really let's, everything let's is nature yeah so i i say this a lot because i say no everything is a spiritual experience it doesn't matter what part For of it sure. you are because it's the entire trip is a spiritual experience but good luck thinking about all that at the same time that you're mad in traffic like what the fuck you know thinking about <laughs> the annoying. gas that's normally the time yeah. i'm like going into my annoying buddha voice and people are like shut the yeah fuck we can't up, think about all the time that's what's called being human it's impossible 
Yeah. And that's what reflection is. Like, why the fuck was I mad in the moment? And then don't do that next time. And it's probably going to happen again. Okay, okay, back to, like, the the first time I took drugs, and I, 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 not freaked out, but had, like, a moment, was I double dropped at hard, hard something, hard summer. Hard summer. Wow, that's a place to double drop. I lost everyone. And we were all dressed in the same, like, lifeguard outfits, and I lost everyone. And I, oh. I didn't even know I was high because I was so high. And I was like, what the fuck? But I met so many cool people and I forgot that I was lost. And yeah. then at the end of the night, I ran into them by the fucking porta potties. And I was like, that was fucking awesome. Like, yeah. That was great. But yeah. in the moment, I was like, I don't know who my friends are. I don't know what I'm going to do. And then I just fucking let go. So that's the ego death. That's the zero I'm talking about. Yeah. I mm-hmm. forgot that I was in, not even in trouble, but in a place that I shouldn't be. I wasn't yeah. fighting the moment. I was okay with the fact like mm-hmm. this has taken over. But it's it's your brain has the ability to go there, and you yeah. need to let it go there, but also be able to rein in like okay, hey, 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 you've been in like the porta party for like ten minutes, you know, like which is why which is why like this. now like with with any amount of consciousness around and surrounding LSD, uh, a, a use of a practitioner, a shaman, somebody who has. Uh, experience with it such as myself such you've as been yourself you you've been it. there like you you want friends a part of that journey that right. can help talk you back into yourself mm-hmm. because you're experiencing so much and for for me uh my mantra isn't like you're gonna survive it's normally come back to love matt come back to love come back to love i'm right. always trying to like find and steer my thoughts in a way that like i will get really complicated when it comes to the intricacies the, of the, yeah the intricacies of existence that pop out especially when it's like whoa whoa like i'm just i'm realizing that i came here for this reason and this reason and this reason to learn these lessons and yeah. um it makes consciousness much more bearable um, the the aftermath if integrated correctly and done in a safe inhabitants now tell me but you're saying that like you're taking it on purpose to get into a certain state that's different than doing yeah, it to get exactly lost. exactly so, like, doing and, it to get lost is one thing so doing like doing it because you want to is like a whole different experience because you're waiting for that you're like ready you're like okay let's get into this state because I love this state mm-hmm. and I want to manage this state it's like anything else it's like uh, I mean for lack of a better sport surfing like you get to a like I'm doing this on purpose. Yeah. You get your ass kicked by the ocean on purpose. Yeah. But you can't wait for it. So yeah. It's the same idea. That's different than being like, I'm going to do drugs and get lost. Just think of your bike for like an ice cream. Sorry, cup. dude. <clears throat> no, I don't. <laughs> I bet I bet it actually records fine, huh, Corey? Yeah. yeah. He, Is he, it registering? Yeah. I like have this like... Uh, I'm not uh, a microphone person. It feels weird to like... Oh. I remember <laughs> Joe Rogan got like so put, much put it, hate uh, mail about... Put put a hand, hand between you and the Remember you told me that... J- Joe Rogan got yeah. so much hate mail. You can't because, eat on the mic because people didn't tell him like how. Dude, to it drives me crazy. I listen to Joe Rogan all the time, but I can't hear the person. I'm like, what the fuck? The reason man? why I'm doing it handheld is just because we haven't upgraded to like some really cool things right now. We're, I kind of like just, the handheld part of it though. Yeah, that's what she said. You know, but. we're doing we're doing it rogue, and I think like doing it rogue is just getting the content out there so we can see if the content is uh, worth continuing to create, and uh, I think that. Then we've talked about the first time that you really tripped hard and how like you had to let go and you had to go into the flow. And then tell me about like, was there any time that you used plant medicine that you had a realization that you like actually could embark on like the hero's journey sort of thing where you have some sort of like inevitable 
like diarrhea that you need to get out. Does that make sense? Um, and so like you're saying, like, is it some way washing out what you're holding on to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you ever uh, gone through? I'm those just things not that kind of person where that bothers me like that. Like, yeah, it's not how yeah. life. I'm already upset all the time, but like I'm consciously like using that as fuel. Like, wh- why is that upsetting me? Is that does it even matter? Shut that off. This is not a, this is not mm. important for this task. Mm. Later on, I'll deal with it. Whatever, right? So yeah, I've never so really coming to terms isn't like never really had that issue. But yeah. um, I've had like the hero's journey. I took way more mushrooms than I ever thought. I didn't even know really that it was a lot. Yeah, it, it just sucked to eat. I was like, why yeah. is this so like terrible? And then all mushrooms. of a sudden, I was just like, Bum-bum. but I didn't even realize I was stoned or whatever you know on some and we had to take a train from san francisco to uh oakland to go to the love fest it used to be be in san francisco and it was free it was awesome it's like oh. a free concert with moving trucks like a flatbread flatbread <laughs> flatbed trucks with like 18 wheelers that had stage on and they moved yeah. into cir- epic right so so they, they did it in, in oakland this year because whatever this or that so i have like so you're talking downtown Sa- ho- hold where? on no no we're in the outskirts so okay. we're in like outer mission okay but you can still take the um bart which bart actually goes underwater and to the other side right okay, so it goes yeah, underneath the bay to the other side yeah. so i'm buying tickets for like 14 people i don't realize that i'm fucked up right now right i'm just like okay got you it's 13 dollars here there once you have your ticket you can get back home right as long as you have this ticket you can get back home yeah so i'm just doing this over and over and over again finally we're on the train together a group of like 30 people and i'm like okay we're gonna make it and this lady looks over to me <laughs> and That's she so says funny. uh you realize we're underwater right now and i'm like what and she's like yeah like this this train goes underneath, and there's like a, a little channel they built for it to go underneath the water. Yeah. Like, don't you feel the pressure on the tube? And I was like, yeah, I do. And all of a sudden, I felt like fucking toothpaste being squeezed through a tube. But I had no idea like that I was tripping. Uh. So then we get to the other side, and we come up. I mean, it seemed like this. But we breach, come out. I'm like, <gasps> Oh, you're right. We were under pressure. And the rest of the day was just awesome because I had already like went through like a weird death thing where like I felt like I was compressed and then let out again. Yeah. And it was the hero's journey. I just had a great time. Yeah. But I had no idea that that was like even tripping yet. Yeah. But I was to 100%. Yeah. But it, I came to it came to I was like, this is a fucking great day. I wasn't thinking about getting home. I wasn't thinking where my friends were, but I was having a great time. Mm-hmm. And that was something that like. Most people be anxious about, like, how am I going to get home later? Like, how much money do I actually need? I was like, fuck that. Give me your credit card. Here, here's your ticket. Okay, here you go. Yeah, you just, just start hang- doing like, we got the task. Like, we don't have time. We got, we got to get there. <laughs> yeah. That was the hero part of it. The, la- the latter was just me enjoying the, the environment. But yeah. at that moment, I was not thinking, like, oh, yeah, oh yeah. man, I did too many mushrooms. What am I going to do? I was like, fuck that. We need to get there. <laughs> we'll, we'll figure it out later. So I think that's the, the ego death. It's like... It's not that you'll figure it out later. Like, there's not like. What does a, that mean? What can you define what ego death is? Just uh, not being so aware of, or, or being so concerned with who you are and how other people um, conceive you, or yeah. perceive you is the right word. Conceive you, yeah. perceive you. So it's like if you cut somebody off in traffic, maybe you just needed to make that right hand turn, and you messed up. Why is somebody mad behind you? Because they have their own shits going on. But when you're making that right hand turn because you have to. If you're conscious of everybody else and trying to be there, mm. it doesn't always work out. But if you're fucked up, you're gonna find, or you're gonna when your ego is dead, you're gonna do that on purpose. Get over it in time, so that you're not in somebody else's space. 
you're actually making it better for them so they can navigate themselves. So that's why. Oh, so you're kind of saying yeah, that you're, you're ego no is me. To get into your right spot. You're the okay absence of ego is the collective. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's fucking seven billion, plus, maybe eight billion plus. Where are you going, bro? <laughs> there's always people. You're gonna yeah. have to deal with them. So like, uh, being worried, about, and then so your ego f- like gets in the way of your interaction. You know, yeah. like whatever your day was, whatever was happening how shitty it was or how great it was like you can share that or so you have good bad vibes it's a real thing but when you're just zero or like uh, on a neutral point you're okay with everything which again super hard place to be in why we do altering things because we want to be at zero you know when you're stressed out you smoke weed why because you want to be high and think about thoughts no because it's going to slow you down it's literally going to slow your breath down you're like, okay, now I can process it on a more regular level. And I think that that's something that a lot of people miss. And they say like, oh, whoa, I'm so paranoid right now when I smoke no, weed. I or when I smoke, I smoke weed. But... I, well, I think that that is your own brain going into a space yeah. that you need to spend more time concentrating on. And it's your brain saying, hey, like, there's some areas that we need to clean up and get put together. And your brain is saying, oh, I don't want to examine those. And you're like feeling this paranoia because really the things that the marijuana is speaking to you. And I really believe that every part of any plant medicine can speak. Um, That's that's my only difference. I believe using LSD, ketamine, whatever you need to use to heal, Mm -hmm. just take responsibility for your healing. That's that's my journey or my hero's journey. And I think that the idea of using plant medicine is much less abrasive, even though a part of my journey is definitely through LSD. And you know that. Well, my your, friends know that. And that's just your own yeah. version of the same story. Like, yeah. I drink alcohol way too much, but that's my own version. Yeah. And, and yeah. there's stigmatism to it all. But if that's how I find happiness, <clears throat> who the fuck is anybody else to tell me it's not okay or okay? And I don't affect my my people in the sense of like people that I'm around with it otherwise it'd be an issue yeah so like if that's so when I said like I don't take LSD because it's scary uh, that's just not my my form yeah but yeah. if it's your form that's how you find peace who the fuck well, well to, no let's talk about that when I drink alcohol I become a manic depressant that hasn't accepted most of like my trauma uh, me and you understand where trauma comes from when a family dynamic or a child is affected at a young age by lots of different things like Mm -hmm. and it's mainly just having a sensitive soul it's it's seeing the full picture at a very young age and like sometimes like our parents not perceiving that like we can understand what's going on so we're just there like kind of left to absolve it or left to resolve it with no leadership and that turns then to for me blink 182 fucking <laughs> saved by the bell like come on dude the, the people that i looked up to and the Save people that i chose as my gurus in life were like <laughs> fucking me up from the beginning um and i'm stoked because that's what sent me on this path that i am today but as i've right. found that healing inside um some of the shit it's like when I smoke um, some really good pot and I get way too stoned and all of a sudden I'm like thinking like, oh my God, my car could be so stolen by like 40 different people that I saw today and like they're just like walking out. That's just dumb. That's just paranoia. That's just something yeah. that like it's, I it's, already it's like, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just like making up a story. But there are definitely some cues 
and some questions that I need to ask myself that come up in those moments of sobriety at late at night when I do end up like smoking because I'm so stressed out and because my man is just running so manically wild. And I think that that's less abrasive than taking some medications well, sure. that people take to fall asleep. So you have uh, to look at you know, it. For me, drinking as like more than just are you doing this because you're trying to escape something or are you doing this because it's on purpose, right? And sometimes you are doing it to escape some things and sometimes it's on purpose. I think that's a huge part to But you have question. to realize that's what it is. Like, if I can't sleep, I the last thing I want is, like, an ambient or some shit. I'm like, you know what really works? If I get too high to, like, figure out what time it is, as long as I set my alarms for tomorrow morning, we're good. Yeah. <laughs> In six, seven hours when I have to wake up, we're good. No, yeah. So you just, you have to be able to mitigate that in the sense of, like, uh, you being an angry young child or whatever, not angry young child, but just going through shit. I think you, I was a, not an angry young child, just like well, a, a sensitive young okay. child. Well, that, okay, whatever you want to, whatever, however you want to phrase it, but yeah. it's, it's okay to be whatever that is, you yeah. know? It's not my vibe. Like, I hate emo punk rock. <laughs> I know all the words because I went to all the all <laughs> blues and all that shit, but yeah. it was great. But as a, yeah, but as an adult, I'm like, please, Lord, no, don't shot. do it. I'm like, yeah, I can't, dude. This weakness is <laughs> that I care too much. Uh, like, what was that? What was that concert in Vegas? Everyone to go to with all the kids when we were young. Band. I think that's gonna be too dude, much for me. Is that see? That's, that's, that's too much. Exactly. See, like I so saw My Chemical Romance. I've I was there at the. At the reunion but show, but I amount. saw My Chemical Romance with Blink too, and I've I've seen a fair amount of bands on that lineup. I think the lineup is too drastic but I'm for now, the. And, and I don't listen to that shit anymore. Would I, Would I drive out to Vegas just for that? No, I think it would totally like put me in a terrible place with my body, yeah. my sense of mind. Break I feel out like my cut off shorts, dude, and my, my tall socks. Yeah, yeah, the angst Sorry. Like, that would like would just flow through me. Like it would come from the ground into my brain. It's probably hot asphalt. I'm not sure. Well, yeah. well, in, in comparison to me, you, I did not have a high school band that sung some. No, well, actually, you guys kind of sung other stuff but yeah you know Connor i'm not vocal now, but do you remember Connor strabby yeah, yeah. Uh, his name is weird to pronounce right strabby he's gonna it's, fucking kill both yeah of us but i don't like, know how to say it yeah i just know it was connor though yeah i, I never even thought about it but strabby it's kind of strabby anyways um but uh the <laughs> he ships dogs for a living yeah no, no, he's got a really cool business where I'm he just like I'm uh, it moves around. Uh, you'll have to ask Connor. No, that. we talked but about it that one time. He wants to go Johnny's, to when yeah. we were young fest with uh, my friend Morgan. So if I was gonna go, it would be with them. That'd be a cool. But group. I won't know until like a few days before. It's gonna be like Time one wise? of those things where I, no, like a feeling in my heart that I can if you actually want to go because I don't know if I'm gonna be dude. At the well, place a day a day of a festival now is like fulfilling, dude. I'm, Three is nuts. Even with right now me doing this dieta, preparing for this journey into the unknown yeah. because I've never worked with such strong plant medicine. That's a very gentle into. punch in the gut from Mother Earth, though. That's a different experience yeah, than going yeah. to see somebody like I cut my wrist. Well, yeah, it, but still, I'm allowing myself the time to say no, even the day before, yeah, even the moment before. And that's like how I am with every concert, everything I do. At least I'm trying to get to that space. A am I perfect? No, nobody's perfect. We got to work it again and again to get it right. If everything was nobody's perfect. perfect. It'd be terrifying, 
like sunsets wouldn't be great if it, every day was a perfect sunset. It needs to be weird sometimes. So you appreciate <laughs> yeah, the beauty I know next exactly time. What you yeah, mean. I don't want we a perfect sunset. Every so time. many fucking so I'm looking at sunsets. This. Sunsets. Well, I guess that's a yeah. My moonscape. my artwork on the uh, yeah, but like I don't want to see a perfect sunset. Like sometimes it's shitty. Sometimes so the ocean's he, angry. Here's the deal. Last question before we get Kelsey moving in here. Nah. Um, what's your plan for summer? Yeah, for lack of a better word, just be super fit, like, um, to where I'm not, I can't, I don't get tired, ever, let's get it, everything, I want to fall asleep completely dead, wake up at 4.30 in the morning. You're going to be using plant medicine? Oh, well, of course, it's great. What are you using? I mean, a little bit of pot, a little bit of alcohol grain, um, (laughs) it it doesn't matter, mushrooms in between, uh, it doesn't matter, but, uh, everything like is like i said food so even like cheese from a cow where yeah. do they get that from grass yeah. hopefully anyways yeah. so like it's all plant medicine it's just how you use it correctly yeah. and that's that's been the biggest thing is diet like i eat super clean and like sometimes okay i go off the scale sometimes if i'm stoned i'm like well how about 10 donuts you know what i mean i'll crush some stuff mm-hmm. but I, I pay for it later so the cleaner i can be with everything you know when i smoke pot it's in little bits i don't like sit there and smoke bowl after bowl till i can't think you know it's to like okay i gotta clean my car let me smoke a bowl before i get, or, I, get yeah. I get next guest on talking existence welcome kelsey creighton thanks kelsey thanks matthew thanks for being here <laughs> um what do you think of bly oh so fun yeah love his pers- his perspective and like yeah just different experiences with um psychedelics and stuff yeah it's cool hearing everybody's um because it's all like so similar you know yeah everybody is finding their pathway with all these different like tools yeah 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 Yeah. but like you've everyone kind of found themselves there like in such a different way yeah and then to hear the story of like oh it made me feel this way and it's um the continuity to it is just like Fuck yeah. It's like why we kind of why we do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So what would you say about your relationship with uh, whatever type of healing modality you want to talk about? I'm just like open to dive into wherever that is. Um, <clears throat> I think the most healing thing that I've done for myself aside from like breath work and yoga and all the yeah, all the all the things like being physically active um, and eating well. um like let's let's just go right into it. It's shrooms. Yeah. Yeah. Mushroom, that, psilocybin. Yeah, psilocybin yeah. has been a fucking game changer um, okay. for just like brain function, like mood, being able to connect with with people without like fear, like feeling just completely present and yeah. and not normal, but like everything's good as it is. Like it's more than good. It's perfect. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I've Finding. had a, I was in a really dark place. I can't remember maybe three and a half years ago. I would have to look on a calendar or in my journal in order to keep a timeline. But I was in this really deep dark place, and I remembered this uh, mushroom chocolate that I had in Joshua Tree, yeah. and I said, you know, I'm either just gonna end it tonight or I'm gonna take this mushroom chocolate and see where that see goes. I yeah. ended up going and seeing Frozen too. Oh my god, <laughs> what a fucking a place scene. to end up. Yeah. So funny. I was like, whoa, I could really like I, I took something from Frozen too, even though it was terrible performance <laughs> in my opinion. And let I, it go. Yeah, and I and I walked 
I walked forward with it and it became something that like I I realized at that moment the healing properties were there. And yeah. I think that was the first time I ever had a healing experience because my experience was more like just use it to party. Just use it to get out of your head. Yeah, and, like more escapism. And yeah, more of escapism for sure. It wasn't until that moment that I was like, whoa, I have a story that I have now created. And then I also have a story that I'm yet to live out. And there's things inside that that I need to accept. Yeah. And it started feeling like this world is not the way I thought it was. Yeah, everything unravels. <laughs> yeah. But in the best yeah. way. And yeah. you just see it all so yeah. clear. Yeah. Like what it is and why, you know, we've, we've, what those stories that we've created around like who we are, what we are, um, how yeah. they all got built up and like compounded over time. And then like, um, yeah, I mean, God, even, even in, even in life, like as much as it's obviously unpleasant and really hard, um, those times when everything falls apart is such an invitation to just like look at it yeah. and sit with it and rebuild it better because that it's always like a product of it already wasn't working clearly yeah you know those stories those you know whatever you got used to or comfortable in yeah um and i think psychedelics are just like the perfect um hug hug and like buffer to (laughs) all of that process and just really help not only initiate but like hold the space for it um, yeah. teach you to hold the space for yourself through it. Yeah. I think that's really intelligent. Uh, what you just said, uh, what's like your first time or like memorable experience that you've had on, uh, preferably since you already mentioned psilocybin and we didn't really go there too much yet. Um, <laughs> I like don't even remember. I, and that's totally fine too. You can just talk about the feeling. Yeah, I mean, well, I I started smoking smoking weed in in like seventh or eighth grade, and so I was using different plant me- medicines from like pretty which, young. Which weed is so not viewed as a medicine, and I want to break that stigma right now. Weed has yeah. been the reason that um, I've sticked around on this earth. I I've uh, battled with myself, and I have multiple attempts at leaving this earth. And it's so interesting. That's cool. That's awesome that we share that. Yeah. And it's, it's not something I ever like lead with. And I don't think people would assume that because I am like usually pretty um, like light energy, I I think, or at least that's the feedback I get. But yeah, but you got to be dark. And you got fucking light. We the all got dark are, corners, man. Yeah. The yeah. shadows are real here. And, no, uh, yeah. I'm, there's tethers yeah. here and there. Yeah. And the shadows that we can't live with. Uh, are the pains inside our bodies I think that we store yeah and a a lot of us have different learning and healing journeys here just right off the bat like the one person's story could be just a story of healing yeah and they didn't prescribe that at all oh man karmic contracts are fucking that's that's interesting that you caught that like the thing of the karma to me is is like I don't believe that it's somebody's like what they may have done and karma sometimes says like it's it's like uh it's the just balance but I, I think like sometimes they come like okay so like say like somebody comes here 
and they're a surfer and halfway through their life they become disabled and then they have to learn that same sport again with that new thing Mm -hmm. i believe that like they prescribe themselves that journey that's what i'm saying exactly with karmic contracts is so like it to my um knowledge and like in my opinion from what i've learned is before you take this body as a soul in each incarnation um the akashic records are like these cool yeah they're um basically these records of these contracts that each soul um signs and so you your whole life is like mapped out and um you agree to to resolve certain lessons within that lifetime and you you do or you don't and so you repeat the same cycles until you do something differently and learn from it and that's like you kind of or almost went into it before with like when you're coming into this life and this body like some of it is not yours because it's generational and it's Mm. literally in your dna um those memories and that's why like if you even look at like trauma Mm. trauma is stored in the body Mm. trauma is a is a physical like on a cellular level it is stored in the body and that's why um when we feel like we're reliving a traumatic experience or we have like a panic attack out of nowhere um it was released from somewhere in the body like perfect example and this is just completely subconscious um my little sister used to cut when she was um, younger and she was dragged around my grandma's pool by her dog at the time when she was like three or like a baby Mm. and um when she got older she started getting tattoos unknowingly in all the places that her like trauma and injuries from childhood had had occurred and like to me it made sense you know because i was like you're trying to your body is trying to make sense of what's held in those areas yeah but she doesn't even perceive that because her karmic destiny is a totally different consciousness than yours um i she's actually pretty open and like pretty pretty with like the way that i kind of have chosen to understand things and so, um, I mean, if you hear me explain that to my dad, it's a fucking funny But I mean, like, sh- when she was going to get the tattoo, she didn't know This was that. in hindsight. Yeah, no, when she was uh, going, that was totally, like, subconscious. And just Just her subconscious telling her what to do. She's, like, yeah, different. Yeah, wow. um, great book, The Body Keeps the Score. The Body Keeps the Score, okay. Yeah, super, super dense. Well, um, I, I kind of think that sometimes people can get lost, though, when the person okay so like the persons that we were meeting last night we went to this um this recovery group down in north park and it was called psychedelics and recovery yeah and you me and garrett went me and rachel had gone it's like a sect of aa but a sect of like just its own recovery mission uh, i wouldn't even call it yeah they they don't align with any other sect is actually what they said yeah so they are their own new thing and basically it's people recovering from alcohol trauma abuse with the use of psychedelics and plant medicine so it's a very um, helpful space it's a very lovely space for anybody who needs to be seen heard or represented in any aspect of uh, the community 
I know that there are some people there that do not understand what it's like to find a higher power when working with psychedelics and that psychedelics may be the first introduction to that higher power yeah but even then there are many of my friends and constant users inside my community that use psychedelics frequently and i'm not talking about like small amounts i'm talking about like these guys are inside it for months at a time and yet they don't actually believe any of that they yeah. fully believe in modern science that there is just only now and their consciousness is only like a singular unit from what they know and they like believe like at the end of their life there is no possible way for them to know anything and possibly they cannot know anything before this like and i've like sat up night like at music festivals just debating debating like there must be a god there must be a god there yeah. must be this um this thing that i'm sent here to fulfill i like would say like i drank this this goo and the goo sent me down here and i forgot everything and that's what deja vu is is because i didn't drink enough goo and uh it was it was just trying to figure out what was what the unknown was and when i came to the perception that i won't ever know for sure because i really resonated with what you said actually that's like a lot of in line with like what i think um very plausibly could be but in the end i still believe it to be like completely utterly unknown to to actually know those details like oh, if, totally. if, it's if all i just actually because i think like i wanted bly to be my guardian and now I think like me and you have some sort of contract because yeah. now we've talked in these really cool places. And I believe that there's something in the stars that led us here. Yeah. But I still don't know what the fuck it is. And I wish you don't I need did. to. You don't need to. You don't need to. Oh, that actually felt really good when you just said that. Yeah. I like felt my chest just go like. So did I. <sighs> it's interesting. Knows. Like I said it and I actually felt like um, a place where I didn't even know I wasn't like breathing all the way into my, yeah. my body. Like, yeah, there was, like, a, a tension. But it's true. You, you don't need to. Like, yeah. the... And because even when you think you know, like, you don't. Mm. That's mm. what it all always comes back to. Like, yeah. I I took a, a philosophy class in at Miracosta. And, oh, my God, every day was, like, talking in fucking circles. Because yeah. the more you thought you knew and the more you thought like the more uh fact you thought you derived from all these books and conversations and like f smart philosophers and stuff and then it all brings you back to i don't know shit yeah and that's okay you know i so spent so much of my life in that space where i was just philosophizing philosophizing Same. trying to learn trying to learn and it was just and like, then like projecting it to everyone around projecting me. projecting even now like trying to project that like yeah plant medicine or yeah. yeah like focus on our friends and keep them alive and like yeah. each each thing that i choose to back with my heart and my heart's desire it's it's a part of my own journey and making sure that i understand that my journey is unique to my journey and if i express or overexpress to someone else's that then i'm like actually doing more harm to them and myself yeah. and then accepting that maybe that happened on accident and kick it in the butt. You know, I don't yeah. believe that anybody's perfect, but I do believe that we can um, jump on like getting a better trip going. Oh, that brings me a good new topic. So like 
what's like a trip that like you started and you didn't want to keep going and it doesn't have to be like a mushroom trip it could just be like a trip in life just like all of a sudden you started creating a story that you were like you know what i can honestly say that i've never had that happen whoa yeah um, whoa i've never had that happen that's powerful yeah i'm i think i i'm super super lucky um and this this was derived through really fucking dark hard shit but my my like mental strength and my internal dialogue is something that I've worked on for a really long time because it wasn't always so um, like self reassuring and grounded and um, from a place of love. And so now when I work with mushrooms, when I work with when I smoke like, dude, everybody, we all talk about it, like the paranoia smoking weed. Mm. That's something that I'll purposely do to myself to put myself in that that mind space so that I can like hold those those little conversations and worries and fears coming out and um, look at it exactly like you guys both said it's like a highlighter and it it is it's an invitation to sit with it because those things are coming up for a reason those are the corners you need to tap into yeah. and so I'll literally do that like on purpose and it sucks and it's not fun and it's uncomfortable but um that's what strengthens your healing's uncomfortable huh? it's all uncomfortable yeah yeah but that that's what it's like that cheesy like get comfortable being uncomfortable quote like yeah. it's true um but yeah i mean with with shrooms i've had some experiences where so i never like measure what i'm taking i kind of just okay. eat what feels right It'll, okay okay like i spent all last summer um microdosing every single day got it and some days was way more than a microdose and some days was just like barely anything like yeah you know blended into a smoothie or like in my coffee or something yeah some good and, effects yeah cool. oh my god life-changing life-changing okay. and awesome. yeah and but there were days where i ate more than I thought I did or it was like a square of chocolate that was way more concentrated than like oh, another seriously. one or something. Yeah, edibles can really trip a Oh my god, yeah. And I'd be like alone yeah. and all of a sudden it would hit me and I would I I guess my other um mechanism of like redirecting that that mental focus and what's going on inside is like I get myself the fuck outside. Oh like, yeah. That's a Nature heals, baby. Yeah. Totally. Like, if I, I, I want to be in the ocean most, but I've, I've come, um, I've gotten better at liking, like, the desert and huh? other kind of scenery, I guess, I, but. Yeah, 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 Like, the ocean's my favorite medallion, or, like, what, yeah. my favorite, like. But I've it. had, like, incredible, <laughs> I had an incredible trip, like, whole day in, at Joshua Tree, like, climbing on oh, rocks and yeah, just cool. finding myself like way higher School up than i meant to yeah. dude what a day yeah and then just like skated around at Good sunset tour, like it yeah. was dreamy but um joshua tree's a really special place in my heart that's where i'm actually having my uh the location of joshua the tree is where i'm going for uh the ayahuasca ceremony oh that's awesome yeah i've been told by someone i do energy work with that i need to spend more time there and that i'm avoiding something that that place brings up for me and um just yeah she had a lot to say actually that i won't even go into but um yeah it's interesting because i've been there just remember just remember that she's just an opinion though like like she's someone dude if i told you 
I don't know if we have time for the whole story, but I mean, like, let's break into it. I think I got. She's time. someone I who I'm. I have met so yeah. synchronistically, and is part of the reason that I believe in that whole right. um, Akashic what's, Records what's, soul contra- soul thing. Okay, and what's uh, what's her? Um, is, does she claim magic? High magic? Like? No, I mean she she does like palm reading work. Hmm. So she, you know she. Does she uh, claim where it comes from? Just, like, divine guidance, mm. you know, which is something I feel like we can all call upon. Okay. Like, when yeah. we were talking about um, people who had passed last night, and we were calling upon their energy to come back and, like, tell us that they were still here, and they that they showed up. Like, those... Yeah, yeah. I, I don't believe I can, like, call um, people in, but I do believe that people can send me messages yes. like that have passed away, yes. and it's like, whoa! That's what I mean. <laughs> And what but totally when they're called upon, I guess I what guess I'm I do saying believe is that I have to make the effort, though, in order you, to like you do have to initiate door, it. Right? That's what I mean by call upon. Mm, you, okay, exactly. Hearing, you yeah, have to okay, open I'm the door. Self-realizations now. And um, the, the message, the delivery that it can be um, that it can be received through uh-huh. is going to look different once they've passed over. Yeah. Um, OK. But so this woman, Jenny. Um, I forget how this even started. Your uh, relationship with her? Yeah, okay. Well, before I moved out here, <clears throat> like five years ago, when I lived in New Jersey, I still, um, I went down to Costa Rica for the first time. Yeah. And Costa Rica is like one of the most sacred places in the world to me. Like, okay. massive fucking healing and shifts and just oh, like soul reset every oh, time I've cool. gone there. And the first time I went there, I met this this family um it was like a dad and son and uh his friend who actually has since passed but um never thought i'd see these people again and it was like an instant soul recognition thing like the dad and i like jumped into each other's arms and were like in tears within minutes of knowing each other um just and that that's part of the akashic records thing is that you incarnate with certain souls and they're your soul family and so you will be so many different roles to each other throughout lifetimes mm. but you'll always incarnate together because oh. that's your family oh. and i knew we knew when we met each other that we've known each other for lifetimes we've both said it yeah and um so anyways i go back to jersey after this like it was just supposed to be like a yoga surf trip with a friend and um i go back the dad drives me to the airport and I'm, you know, we're, we're like, I'll maybe never see you again, but I hope I do. Like, I love you. And um, six months later, I moved out here on a one-way flight and Whoa. had never been to San Diego before. Like, just knew that I had to be here. And Oh, uh, good for you. Well, I, I, was, I was being pushed, is yeah. how I put it. Like, the universe yeah. was just making it really hard for me to stay where I was. And I finally was like, fuck it. It was, it was that or I just didn't want to be here anymore yeah. and you know and it. so i did it and you know got hired at the first place i applied which was lotus cafe in encinitas oh cool <laughs> yeah That's fa- that i really love sacred the food there. sacred space really yeah johanna Sick. and uh i forget her husband's name Sick, the owners yeah. but they're just incredible people and um anyways i'm working there i'm like three months into being out here and it was like a particularly rough night and i was like 
kind of calling in like some kind of affirmation that I was doing the right thing and I was in the right place and that I wasn't just like ruining my life by like moving across the country and whatever and I look up like I put down the phone from a pickup order and I look up and this the guy who I met in Costa Rica JT is in front of me oh that's reassuring okay he's in front of me and we both like double taked and we were like I know you like yeah and ba- like fucking almost hop the counter to like bear hug each other like yeah. I, when i tell you this dude's like my second dad like oh so and sick. yeah and then you know he he we were going through the same exact health issues after yeah. this trip the same exact depression like everything was just too like creepily in alignment and he like paid for me to go to his naturopath like saved my fucking life and anyways the woman um is his wife or ex-wife jenny and i had known that i would meet her for years i was like so many like well and then i went home to my roommate at the time and i'm telling random guy who was just like a friend of a friend's um her boyfriend skated with him they skated vert that's like where I was living. And I'm like, oh, you're never gonna believe this person I met in Costa came into Lotus tonight. He's like, oh, what's his name? And I was like, JT, he's like, what's his last name? He's like, Knowles. And turns out his son was his, um, JT's son who was there too, was his childhood best friend. My roommate went in the garage and got baby pictures of them. Oh, wow. Like what the fuck small world, you know? Like it just shows you all. Yeah, Yeah. and so, my roommate's mom molly is best friends with jenny and they were like you need to meet you're literally like you're the younger version of her i always knew i'd meet her in the right timing Mm -hmm. a few years later a guy who was on that surf trip too passed this was like two summers ago yeah um and i met jenny at the paddle out and we couldn't stop talking all day it was like we recognized each other immediately like she was like saying all day like i wish you were my daughter you you're you're my daughter and like then jt was like oh this is kelsey and she was like this is the girl you've been telling me about for years yeah and it was just like i'm initiated into and that reassurance like that the universe gives us like when a friend pops back into our life when these reassuring things I am so blessed by that. Like, I like get like so, like, dude. Like, the, you can't make this and shit some up. Some people if you just try. know what to tell you. They know what to say. Yeah. That really provides your soul kind of the strength to keep, keep keeping on. Yeah. And and I get that, and I love that. It's it's interesting that uh, I share a very common thread where those serendipitous things can all of a sudden result in these like, whoa, big, huge factors in my it's life. Synchronicity. Yeah. It's, it's funny because I'll play into the synchronicity so much that it'll all of a sudden be so out of control that like, I think I have free will again. And I think I like have this, like I can control it or I can like be a part of it in a certain way. And I yeah. know that like really my reaction is my only like thing that I'm, I'm capable of is like my discernment. But um, before we move on and we get Bly back over here, like when we talk about medicine and stuff and we talk about um, using them as healing, now d- where does the sacred space get held? And 
are the people that are like really on like the high like end of like wanting that sacred space held in that really deep way are they more linked up to someone than somebody who says oh you know my sacred space is just like my living room or or my altar and that's like all I need to really define what sacred is but like I'm wondering what you what your kind of definition of sacred is yeah I don't think there's like a one size fits all to to what sacred is because everyone's going to um, have different reverence and I guess rituals of reverence toward um, psychedelics and plant medicine and and like when and how they use them but like personally I think there should be some kind of a container of of intention at least mm. um, and I think that's all that's what really makes the the difference is just the intention that you're going in with it and you know whether people are setting like a ceremony and like you know a circle of energy and they're doing all these like prep work kind of things like that's that's great or if they're just even unknowingly like going into it like i'm doing this to you know meet yeah. myself deeper yeah. um everyone's gonna get out of their journey what their soul came here to get out of get out of it and so i i don't have any like criticism to people who don't who maybe are just doing it for fun or recreationally. Yeah, yeah. And it's just not that, my style. That, like, I definitely have, I, I hold a lot of um, intention with everything I do because I've had experiences, you know, like that where I know that um, there is, there is, we're just connected to this thing much higher than us that is orchestrating these divine experiences for us to learn through. And um, our only job is to just keep showing up for them and, and being open and allowing and being present for it. And that's why I, you know, use plant medicine is to keep facilitating that space of presence, mm. keep pulling myself back to um, here. Well said. Well said. Yeah. I get it. I get it. And uh, I, I think that for me, whenever I'm giving people advice, like, when you're new or you're starting to understand intentional practices, um, look into your intentions. Yeah. You know, sit, sit, sit for a second. Think yeah. about like what you're trying to get into, what you're trying to get out of it. Develop a plan, create a map, talk to your friends. Well, get outline. Advice, get advice from others, other people that might know the medicine uh, in a way that like you can participate with and understand a little bit better. And um, I think that that kind of brings us to like a good spot where we can get Bly. Yeah. Bly. What is sacred to you? Mm, I, I think it's like a spot where you are like, <clears throat> again, like I was talking about before, kind of like naked to where like everything is stripped away. And what is actually essential or not even essential, what is going through your head at this moment? You know, breath. Thinking about like, yo, these are my toes, these are my hands, these are my feet, you know, um, and being okay with that. So like, that's what you're sharing with other people. It's like being okay with yourself, and to a level, it's not. I'm not thinking about like when I walk with something, like, what about my hand, and my feet? You know, you're just being truly honest with them, and that's that's the sacred moment, you know. Like, uh, have you met a key? 
Yes. He yeah. had he has this ability to like kind of be on that frequency of of sacred all the time. Yeah. Like even when you're not in it, he kind of brings you into it. His yeah. his jovialness, his his um, smile. He's a giant, imposing dude. It sounds even like even for me, he's like a big dude. But he brings me back and like, oh shit, I'm I'm right here right now. Yeah. So that's kind of the. He does have a big presence in in a great way. But it's yeah, it's not like scary. Well, it sounds like. Um, your view your lens of sacred is really authentic presence yeah yeah it's being centered and and in your just who you are and not having to prove anything not having to yeah wear some kind of mask and it's cool because like you were just saying about him is that it invites pretty much invites other people to do the same because it creates this like safe container now that like hey i'm just being me like you can be you you can be you like let's just do this mm-hmm. you know yeah which is no, beautiful because totally. i think we lose a lot when we're trying to pro- not even project but like make our own persona yeah and not just be honest with the fact like i'm just here barely you know like my thoughts are in some other place i'm just getting yeah. coffee but just like a simple exchange of like i know it sounds silly but like holding the door for somebody or like paying attention to their dog like that might change their day but it's totally. not me doing it because I'm intentionally it's because I'm I'm happy in that moment yeah I'm doing this because I want to do that yeah and it's a lot easier to kind of be in that sacred moment or that uh just even keel where like you're not expecting anything or presuming anything you're just processing you know in a a good way and 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 tied into plant medicine that just kind of helps you be there a little bit easier yeah yeah that's okay with me but uh, as far as sacred, though, it goes super deep. You know, there's sacred moments with somebody you're actually, like, um, in a relationship with that goes beyond, like, I'm in a relationship with my sister, but that's not sexual in any way. I love her to death. We don't really fight, but, like, there's sacred moments with her and I. Like, she'll cry to me. They don't fuck either. Yeah, hopefully not. <laughs> um, <laughs> hopefully not. That'd be weird. But, uh, no, but that's sacred. Like, when she's, like, being super honest with me about because she had a different dad and stuff so like when she tells me that stuff like that's a sacred moment yeah but at, in that in that time where there is no like i'm your brother i'm your sister i'm just your human you yeah know? like i'm just being here for you because you yeah. need me right now and he, like she like didn't want to hug i'm like what the f- no you know i didn't force a hug on her but, like don't deny it like you need a hug i could yeah. tell you know so that's a sacred moment so there's, there's varying levels um and, and different different aspects to approach it but like uh, sometimes you don't need to be in the sacred moment to get it from somebody else so that's like the key effect where it's like sometimes you don't realize you need some giant black man to be like yo what's up bro <laughs> peace I up i always need like, that ah thank god thank god he came by or the dude uh the dude that walks by do you need a prayer he has that same energy Mark. to me. I love yes, that and dude. His dog. Uh, he he uh, gives me. It's not as intense. Dog. It's not as intense, but the energy he gives off is the same. And he's being sacred. And his 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 conduit is yeah. is Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> it's sacred. super embodied. We had a sacred episode here at Yay. the uh, Talking no. Existence. Thank you guys. Thank you, Kelsey, for being on the show. Thank you, Blake. You're welcome. I finally figured out the microphone thing. Yeah, no, so yeah. You've just been watching Talking Existence. And if you've that, made it this far, you're still watching that's Talking incredible. Existence. If you're this far in... That means you're still watching. You're either a, a friend, family member, close of kin, or you could be our first fan. And if you are our first fan, we live for you. 
You are now the entire reason we create this show. Smash that like button and hit subscribe. I'm speaking to you right now. You are it. You are the reason why we started this shit. I want so, to be able to hear you smashing the like button from yes. wherever I am. I don't even want to tell you to do anything. Just, oh, I'm just, telling you to do something. Just be. Okay? That's all we're trying to figure out on this entire podcast. So, I just I can't believe you're here. I can't believe you made it this far. It's been such a journey. It's been a whole episode, an hour of your life, and you gave it to us. You showed us. You showed up. You showed up for me. You showed up for Corey. You showed up for Kelsey Bly. You literally listened to the whole thing. Dude, we hope he's like... And uh, we, we want to know what you think of this. Yes. How... How we we want you know the viewer the the viewer the, the viewer is always needing to be heard in every podcast and I think that if there is any viewers of this podcast smash that like button and if you have questions dial this phone number right here you can actually leave a message hundred be strong today this is actually oh, true they can we have a phone number now yes I'm not yes. even exaggerating about yes. that it's right here s t r o n g call 1800 be strong today it's totally free be strong um on a real note yeah. we crushed this episode yeah it was like uh, an idea that then uh, we got two guests that both were able to like mm-hmm. really shed some light on some knowledge on some yeah. things that like it's not just my voice in my own head that thinks all these things mm-hmm. and has these experiences and I think that a lot of times uh, us us like I, I would say like you're not just the normal party crowd that goes out to the bards you're like more of your philosophers you're, right you're thinking things through you're like going out there to the mountains to have that experience yeah i sometimes you can feel pretty isolated you can mm-hmm. feel like you're kind of the only one on top of the mountain or in the peaks and valleys you especially know? these days yeah it's a problem it's only getting worse yeah yeah the isolation thing mm-hmm. so it, it's cool this kind of tied us together and uh we we brought up um, PIR, this is like this mm. kind of self-help group that we went to, mm-hmm. um, but basically just mm. uh, access to a room that's the same format as like an Alcoholics Anonymous meeting. Yeah. They're just talking about how to recover from abuse, trauma, alcoholism through the use of using uh, plant modalities, mm-hmm. psychedelic modalities. So like there is a resource there. Yeah. And we are planning on uh, also having a meetup group Monday mm. nights at Buccaneer Park starting at 5.30, um, and it's going to be just basically anyone who wants to meet up and have a chat mm. from any of these groups. It doesn't matter if you're from PIR, AA, Heroines Anonymous, um, any type of group that is out there could be at a spot, and we can all talk in the same format as a normal meeting for uh, group therapy. You don't even have to have something that you're working on addiction, but I know there's mm. something that can kind of plant a seed inside anyone where they can grow even a little more even if it's growing from other people's you know mm-hmm. shit that they well, grow from will there be snacks the snacks normally show up once the group is created okay it's more like just getting the word out right now that Good. we're trying to get a little group therapy yeah group going a- accountability group kind of like a mastermind thing mm-hmm. you ever heard of that yeah mastermind yeah yeah so i was talking to a couple people about it i got a little bit of interest Mm-hmm. Gonna fling it out there on the texters. That's and a good idea. Obviously, anyone who's watching this episode is more than welcome to come. You should Again, come. Again, that's Buccaneer. 
It's going to be at 5.30s on. 5.30 on Mondays. Monday nights. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you can surf before, but you could also catch the meeting and surf right after. Because that's the plan. Exactly. Yeah. All right. All right, fellas. Anything else? I mean, I think that was good. I think the episode spoke for itself. I like how... You know these, you know journeys of plant medicine. Like you know, like, there's a million different things that can lead down it. And it's, I want to come back here. It's interesting um, you hear the stories that lead to everything that's happening. Yeah, yeah. And I'm, I want to come back here with um, someone who pursued an act of shamanism. Mm. I want to come back here with like, like somebody who like thought of that modality as like a part of their life, and then maybe like was like, whoa, I, I'm, I'm just me. You For know, those like, who don't know, define the term. Like, you know, okay, so I mean, like, somebody who, like, took time to practice with a Mm -hmm. certain medicine and are, like, Mm -hmm. certain, like, it's something that they hold space for. Mm -hmm. And then a lot of times afterwards, they've given that up. Yeah. Or something has forced them out of it. There's Mm -hmm. a really good documentary called Mm -hmm. The Last Shaman on Netflix. The Last Shaman. And it, it goes into that. So if we come back to plant medicine, I'm looking for more of that word. And I think mm-hmm. that we just barely glimpsed the surface mm-hmm. by uh, talking about sacred. Yeah. Sacred was my favorite part of this episode. Yeah, sacred was cool. Keeping things sacred. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It seems like you're making fun of me. <laughs> all right all right guys all right it's getting out of hand it's getting wild in here all right thanks so much for uh, another episode Corey. thank you, you the man, man. Until next time. <laughs> <laughs> oh.